She's also my acting coach. Well, unofficial acting coach. You helped me with uh, a lot of techniques on that uh, last audition I did, and I did a lot better because of that. So that's uh, one of your many skills, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Um, thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am an actress, and I'm very happy to help my friends with auditions and you know, share whatever I know. So uh, what can you say about your story, uh, like how you got interested in acting and what, what brought you to the United States? Okay. Well, I've been wanting to be an actress since I'm six years old. I really don't know where it came from. I just remember that I used to sit down and write that I was going to be a big Hollywood actress and that's where it all started. My parents thought that it was some, you know, like kid stuff and that it was going to go away by the time I was 10 or 9 or something like that. But that never happened. It's been a few years since, I'm, since I was 6 years old and I still feel exactly the same way with a really, really big passion for acting. And uh, when I graduated from high school, I wanted to come immediately to the States to pursue my dream, my calling, I would say. And my parents said, no, we're not gonna support you um, in any way because you're way too young and we're not gonna send you by yourself to the States. So you stay here, you become a professional, and then you go and do whatever you want, if you still want to do it. So I went to law school, because that's the career I chose. And when I graduated from law school, I said, okay, now I'm leaving. And they were really shocked, because they said, like, you still have that in your mind? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it really never changed my whole life. And that's how I ended up coming here. I moved to New York. And honestly, I, I didn't know how I was gonna make it. I just came here with a lot of determination and a goal. And thank God, <laughs> it, it has quite become a thing since I moved here. And the, there wasn't much like in the way of the arts in uh, the Dominican Republic or what was there as far as film or theater? Well, there wasn't an acting industry by that time. I used to do commercials since I'm a kid. So that was like the acting thing that I was doing there. Then when I was a teenager or even after I graduated, um, when I was in college, 
I did a beauty pageant and I did a couple things for TV, but not TV series, but just like daily TV shows. And, uh, and I was in music videos, but that was it. They mm. hadn't started really making movies. Yeah. Now it's changed. After I moved to the States, um, they have developed uh, a film industry. It's an emerging one though. So you can't compare it to, you know, to the American film industry. Mm. That is the number one in the world. Yeah. So that's why even though it's, some things are happening there, I'd rather be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, what was it like first coming here and getting started with the industry here and I guess uh, adjusting to uh, the the difference I guess between here and uh, DR it, it was <laughs> it's been quite a journey it's been so beautiful I, I wouldn't change this journey for nothing in the world um, the language was a barrier for me because although I had studied English back in my country, but I was never living in English, which is a completely different game, you know? And then I started um, acting school. I did the two years conservatory program at HP Studios. So there I was every day, like for eight hours and all my classes were in English and nobody spoke Spanish at all. So, I had to, to, you know, like to really work on that to survive. And at the end of the day, this is the industry that I want to be in. So all projects are in English. So that was one of the, the things to adapt to. But in terms of the city, I always loved New York. I was always looking forward to move to New York. So I was really happy. I missed my family and I used to get constantly homesick. But, you know, they used to come visit me. I moved to LA since I am living in the States for four years and that was quite a change also. So I think I needed more. It cost me a lot more to adapt to LA than it did to adapt to New York. Because in LA, I didn't have anyone, and it's like everything is more isolated. Here yeah. in New York, we have contact with people every day, everywhere. LA, like, you stay in your house, you go in your car to where you have to go, and then you come back to your house. So everything's spread out? like Yeah, yeah it's very spread out. And, I mean, from my experience, but maybe some people have a different experience, it feels more lonely. That's the way it mm. felt for me. I don't know if it was personal or if that's the reality of many other people. So that that one was a yeah. hard one for me to adapt. And then I decided to come back to New York. I like LA and I would go there for work anytime, but for the day-to-day life, I personally resonate more with the city of New York. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to uh, LA, but that, that's, I've heard that uh, similar uh, idea from other people. And that's kind of, I think I probably would like New York more. I mean, I like New York a lot, so I, 
I mean, I'd go there for if there was ever an opportunity there to LA. But I'm, I'm sure I'd like uh, New York more. Yeah. Like feel, yeah. And there's a lot more um, uh, being shot here now, like TV and everything. Yeah. There is so much being shot here now. It's it's better than ever. And besides that, most big projects like they cast by Coastal. So if you have an agency, a representation that submits you and they invite you to audition, you just put yourself on tape, they see the tape, if they want to keep moving forward, then you go there. But it's like very global, all that's happening right now with the industry, which is great. You know? Yeah, and a lot more uh, TV too and Netflix and that, that's actually getting more popular than uh, like yeah. big screen, yeah. And it's great for us actors because it means more and more opportunities Yeah. on the internet. Like now I know that YouTube has their own platform and Apple is going to come out, come out with it, its own platform. And I mean by that, that they will have their own series, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's creating more and more content, which translates into more opportunities for us. So what were uh, some of your first roles getting started? here in the US and... oh <laughs> I did um, a couple of music videos and uh, some some things for the theater and some of those reenactments that uh, in Discovery Channel oh, yeah. yeah I played um, I was playing Maria Conchita Alonso in an episode that she has a friend of her that you know like a ghost the ghost of her friend who died like it has um appeared to her in multiple locations so that was fun the celebrity to shot. ghost stories I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i also did um celebrity oh my god celebrity closed calls so for another artist and uh yeah those were one of the a few of the first roles that I had. I've enjoyed all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, like, uh, how's that changed since now? Like, what kind of roles do you get now? Is like, how's that? Is that different from what you were cast as when you started, or? Well, I think the size of it, thankfully, has changed, um, because. In the beginning, it was for a smaller project, but now I go out um, constantly, like for major network TV, for guest stars, or for lead in pilots, or like I've done um, lead roles in independent films and things like that, or supporting. So it's bigger roles, which is great. Yeah. And you, you were, uh, I saw you were interviewed like on some Spanish TV channels. So you, I know you're, you, what kind of work have you done with that? Are you still doing work with that? Or like um, you were doing some shows on there too. Oh yeah. I thought when I saw you on YouTube, you're like, I saw you being interviewed and. Yeah, I've been interviewed um, based on whatever project I'm promoting at the time. So recently I had many interviews for my, um, latest movie it's called california dreams and it came out um on amazon on uh, apple tv and comcast and all that at the end of december of last year so when i went to dr 
I was promoting it and I got interviewed in, you know, like a few of their TV shows or newspapers and all that. Okay, so that was more promoting... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, like now, like you always get asked about your career because there are many other people in DR who dream, like, like in many other countries in the world, even in the States, someone can be in Minnesota and they are like, oh my God, I really want to be a Hollywood actor or an actor in the industry. How do I make it? How do I do it? So when people that have gone through the journey, they share their experience, you start getting insights and you never know who can grab them and make it work for them as well. So uh, I guess what do you find you're usually cast as? Do you have a type that they usually cast you as or? Uh... Yeah, you know, I'm usually cast either in comedy. I love comedy. Um, my goal, my dream that I work towards is to be the lead actress in a major network sitcom. And uh, thank God they find me funny. <laughs> but besides that, I am cast constantly as completely the opposite. Very serious. Like drama, <laughs> very serious. And I'm crying and there is always like a situation of desperation and something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So some people see me as, as like, like for roles that are very strong. And others see me as for something lighter. And as an actor, you want to play both because that's what acting is for, you know, like to play different people, different roles. Yeah. But you have, but like your dream role is more in the yeah, comedic side. Than... Absolutely. And especially for a major network sitcom. It's funny, I, I believe a lot in being very specific about what you want because it's like you're making a request to the universe. And I personally like writing believe, your own script, writing your own screenplay for your life, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, kind <laughs> of. And I personally believe when we have a clear intention, we have more odds of getting there than if you just say, "Oh, uh, if you're very general in your statement, like, oh, I want to act. Okay, but where do you want to act in a community theater, or do you want to act on Broadway, or do you want to act in commercials?" Some people just want to be background actors. Other people say, I want to be in a cop drama or I just want to do independent films. And it's beautiful because then you're more focused because acting has many different avenues, you know? So major network sitcoms have a specific style, a specific format. They are even very different than cable sitcoms. So um, I'm specific in that. Okay, and so, uh, and you were saying like a lot of that has come true, what you wrote down too, you were telling me. The, uh, what I wrote down? For like yourself. Well, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I've been here for nine years and thank God, yeah. like things have only been like improving, advancing, moving forward. I'm still in the journey. Um, you as an actor know, and I know, and I guess many other actors have shared on this, that we meet so many friends in the journey that are actors, and then people start quitting left and right. Because even if you have a great love for acting, 
I share on the thought that the hardest part is actually to stay on the journey, you know, the uncertainty. Oh, I'm pursuing this dream, but when is it going to happen? When am I going to be able to really live all of that and live well? It's true that there are many actors that earn a lot of money. But for those actors, there are like another thousand or 10,000 that have been pursuing the same, maybe for the same amount of time, and they are just not making any money at all of acting. And then they say, wait, I wanna build a family. I wanna get married. So, you know, like, you still have to pay your bills, even, <laughs> even if you're making money or not. So, um, yeah, so um, I guess you, you just have to enjoy it and keep going, yeah. Yeah, you have to, to find a way to enjoy your journey. And I say for anyone who, who's thinking about being an actor, it's beautiful, it's amazing. But at the same time, they have to know that it's not necessarily oh my God, I'm going to go to New York and as soon as I get there, I'm going to get discovered at a coffee shop and Steven Spielberg is going to ask me if I want to be the lead in his next movie. I mean, yeah. it's never like that. Yeah. Or if it's been well, like that... It's been really weird, like Raging Bull. Like exactly, the, 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 the it's literally story. for one in a million. Like, yeah. literally. <laughs> so it's a journey. And even for actors who have made it big, you, nobody gives you a memo at the beginning of your career with a schedule of all the movies that you're going to do for life. No, when you end a movie, you don't know when the next one is coming. It can't come a week after, a month after, the day after, in the same way that it can take three years. And it doesn't mean that those actors quit. They are pushing, pushing, day in, day out, but you can't control the whole game, you know? Mm -hmm. So actually it keeps you quite humble being here because you have to face that, that it, you have, your job as an actor is to keep yourself ready, to keep yourself in shape in every way. And by that I mean with your acting, with your skills, with your body, with your mind, with your spirit. So when you get an opportunity, you're ready. I love a phrase that I heard Les Brown said once, and he says, it's better to be ready and not have an opportunity than to have an opportunity and not be ready. Because that's what's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> if you said like, oh, I'm not gonna be ready, and then something shows up and they say, Oh, oh wait, but you're not ready now. We're gonna have to go with actor B. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because then that hurts uh, you getting work in the future or whatever. Is what you're saying because it hurts. So you're getting work in the future because they already know. Is what you're saying, I guess. No, what I'm saying is that if you are committed to pursuing, for example, acting, and you know that we don't have control over when it's gonna happen, if you really want to make it, your job is even in those dry times when nothing apparently is happening, yeah. is to keep working on your craft, keep working on yourself to the best of your ability and be ready for when that opportunity comes. 
because it usually comes unannounced. It usually shows up out of the blue. You could have 10 months without even auditioning, and one day you get the call for that major audition, and if you say, oh, I was just hanging out and watching TV because nobody called me in 10 months, then you're not ready for that. But if you have been training, it's, it's like any champion, you know, mm -hmm. like in the boxing ring. Yeah. You might only go to the boxing ring in yeah. front of people once a year, but then you have to be a champion yeah. and act like a champion yeah. if you want them to recognize you as one and give you the belt, yeah. right? That's why I've been interviewing so many people lately, just the champion BS or BS with it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um... So what are some of your techniques? Because you, you, you went through all those exercises with me. And then, and then you said, when I, I was helping you with the one scene you were working on, that uh, like, since English is your second language, that got you in the habit of, um, I guess, re reciting the words over and over again in your head because you really think about what's being said. You said something along those lines. Like... When we were doing a specific exercise? When? Oh, no, you, you said something about, like, uh, that's how... The, the way it stuck with you to really analyze what's being said in the well, script. Well, yeah. when, I, when I do the exercises, yeah, yeah, but all of that I learned in American schools. That's how any actor who's committed to digging deeper can actually go deeper because if not, what are you doing? A read. So what is an actor? A reader? No, an actor is someone who's living truthfully the circumstances given to that character. So you have to dig deeper. It's like when, I, when you want to get to know a person, how do you do it? You have to spend time with them. You have to talk to them. You have to analyze the way they act, what they say, you know? You just don't see someone one day and, and, and you immediately know them A to Z, right? Yeah. So it's the same with anything in life. You have to go deeper. And uh, what are some of, I guess, uh, the exercises you mm -hmm. use to get into, like, what, what are some of your techniques, I guess, for acting? Like, when you're assigned a role, like, you do a lot of research on yeah, that? Yeah, I, I enjoy doing that. Um, if I'm assigned a role, or even if I just go to an audition, I do my work on learning as much of this person as I can. Um... I use many different exercises, like the repetition exercise or, or the adding the line. I read the script over and over, then I paraphrase it with my own words. Um, I practice with someone, the, with another human being to make it real, because if I'm only learning my lines by myself, I, I really, me personally, like I can't round the experience of that this character is having, interacting with another human being. Um, if it's like the other day when, when I told you that I was auditioning for a detective and that detective was an expert in gangs, then I go and watch documentaries about gangs because I wanna know what this character is talking about. And I wanna have, you know, like, like uh, a finished idea of what's really going on and what's going on in her mind so I can have her thoughts you know like more become 
the exactly person, yeah. to become the person. That's the aim. That's the goal. And uh, I guess it would have been some of your favorite roles you've played, or. Uh, okay, in this movie, California Dreams, I really like playing um, Valentina, what's her name? And then there is another Spanish web series, or actually it's a pilot for a series um, that they are still working on selling, and her name is Madeline, and that was really wonderful too. I usually portray like strong women, even in a comedic setting or not. Hmm. Um, so it's like women with a voice, you know, that they are standing up for something yeah. and, and I enjoy it. Yeah, and both of these women are exactly like that. They are different, of course, but they have that very much in common. Hmm. And do you think, uh, I guess, that can make uh, progress in a way or make change? Like giving women a voice, even though it's fictional, like just as far as a representation of like a strong female character, like, like I, I mean, does that doesn't that uh, do something uh, for like uh, representation, like the, uh, like of a strong woman in a in a show? If that does something for who? If it um. Trying to think how to phrase it, like how if it does something good for, uh, like as far as women in society in reality okay. to have have better representation in I film. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And not only women. It's not like I'm a feminist or or, or a masculinist, if that's even a word. <laughs> it's just as human beings, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's not a strength that mm -hmm. is abusive. It's just like recognizing your value, having confidence in who you are, and standing up for what you believe in. Yeah. It's not about, I'm better than you, or women are better than men. No, yeah. it's that we are being equal, but we all being um, whole and, and representing with dignity who we are and what we stand for, you know? Yeah, like, like more human characters that have different layers not necessarily like perfect human beings but real human beings you mean. Yeah, yeah exactly and healthy human beings I believe personally that a healthy person you know who you are you know what you want you know what you stand for and you defend your yourself your ideals what you stand for if I stand for kindness, which I do, just because I'm in a place and someone is bullying someone else, I don't join the bully because I don't stand for bullying. I stand for kindness. Yeah. So I know what I stand for and I'm not affected by whatever is surrounding me and just like becoming that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I guess, like, what, uh, what, what do you have, uh, for the future, like, near future as far as, uh, that you're working on? Um, well, right now, pilot season is coming, starting January, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I have another season with that, um, web series, the Chicos de Alquiler, 
that I'm looking forward to shoot in LA and it's supposed to be at the beginning of the year. And I have some other projects in talks like uh, with a film, a director that I worked with before, but it's still in development. And then every day, like I go out for auditions and, you know, open to book all the great works that I can. <laughs> I'm always available for that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else could you say like about the, what, the pilot or the web series? I guess you can't give too much. I don't know if you could give too much away or whatever. Like Which what, what like the the one you said you were excited about that you were working. Oh on. yeah, no, it's it's out already. Like some of the episodes are out. They are working on a season that we shot that hasn't been released yet, and then we're filming another one. It's called Chicos de Alquiler, that particular one, and it's on YouTube. And uh, and for the movie that I'm talking about, you still can't see anything about that because it's in pre-production. So yeah. I'll talk more when it's moved more forward, and then whatever comes in the in-between. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what would you say as far as uh, advice for, I guess, booking work more regularly? What was, what's been your experience? I would say, um, take every audition very seriously, and I mean seriously to do your very best because there is always going to be another actor who comes who goes there and knocks it out of the park so and and, and it's always also like your commitment as an actor to be excellent always like a lawyer a lawyer who's an excellent lawyer he's going to be excellent in the small case and in the big case He's not going to say, oh, your case is small. You know, I don't care about it. I'm just going to do nothing about it. No, then he wouldn't be an excellent lawyer. I've made the mistake, and I'll tell you the truth, which with the years now, I've realized it was a mistake. Of some auditions, really, I haven't given them the best of me as an actress. And now I look back. And after meeting, I go to a lot of talks with big casting directors or talking with my representation, seeing other big actors talk. And one quality that I see in very successful actors is that they are always excellent. They always give their best. So I would say, regardless of what happens, if you book the job or not, when you go in there and you are prepared and you do quality work, the casting director, the producer that sees you, the director that sees you, they are going to remember you. Even if it's not for that role, they are going to remember you for other roles. So in this career, you create fans for your work as much as you can. So it's all within about the ne industry. networking. In networking, but, but not knowing you because you have a pretty face or because your pants were nice. No, what is it that you're trying to do? To book jobs as an actor. So what is logically what you should be known for? For being a good actor, not for being a good model, not for being a good dancer. No, you have to be coherent, you know? Yeah. So do a great job as an actor. You're gonna be known for being the great actor and therefore, your potential for booking will be way higher 
than if you're known for being a lazy actor that doesn't deliver well in auditions or even worse, if you're given the opportunity in a film or, or in a TV show, when you show up unprepared, I mean, what, what, what would you say if you hire someone like that? I won't yeah. hire them again, yeah. you know, because mm -hmm. you have to honor this opportunity that you've been given and, and, and just make it worthy, both for you, for yourself, and for the others, and for the audience. For everything. So do you have any other passions besides acting? Or has that just been... Well, other passions, but not like for work. I like volunteering. Um, I'm very spiritual. So I'm very much into self-improvement, like talks and books and, and all that. Um, I'm also a big believer in God. So I, I like to pray and I like to visualize and I like to read. I love to read. Mm -hmm. I like going to the theater, going to the movies. I love music. I'm going to concerts and that. Um, I, I'm a very curious person, so I love learning. Whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> Does that influence the way you act, like doing research and everything? Like, because it's learning. Yeah. Course, yeah, I guess like as actors we should be curious, you know, because mm -hmm. the more you know, the more you have to pull in your imagination from. So, and I think that's in enriching our lives, you know, and traveling and, and seeing something new, meeting new people. We are all so different. It's so beautiful. You know, like I am here standing for something, but the other person could their big dream might be to be uh, an astronaut in for the NASA, you know? Yeah. So, and they have their reasons and they have like their journey and, and, and they've worked on that. So, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. There is always something to learn from every experience, from every person, from from every place that we are in life. Yeah. yeah, and you were saying like you kind of believe like everything happens for a reason, like there's all like... I believe yeah. so. I've chosen to believe that, and this belief has brought peace and joy in my life. Mm -hmm. Whoever wants to borrow that can do that. And I think it's also based in my religious belief in God, but really to believe with all my heart that everything that happens, happens for my good. Everything. Even what looks as something bad in the moment, if I say I ground myself and I say and believe in my heart of hearts, I might not understand it. I don't really see the good right now, but I know that this is happening for my good. What does this experience have to teach me? And you go deeper, you know? I believe always like in, in going deeper, in trying to find the meaning, as you said, with the script, with life, with, with the things that happen, because there is always a message. And then if I said, oh, this is what I should learn, and this some good is gonna come out of that. I'll tell you something, Sean, the more I have made that like my core belief, the more, Every time something not good happens on the surface, 
in the end, something good happens out of that. <laughs> Even I'm telling you, as a for a fact, with me at least, because I believe what what the thoughts that we have and, and what we choose to believe it influences a lot what happens to us. So if I choose to believe, oh my God, I'm so uh, um, unlucky. Oh, what's this about? Yeah. Then you keep attracting more thoughts yeah. like that. And even if the good was there, you are so blocked in thinking of all the negative that you can't see it. But if you choose to say, no, something good, it's going to work for my good. Yeah. And you declare it and you convince yourself sooner or later, sometimes way later, huh? you have to be patient. But it shows up. When you look back and you connect the dots, you say, oh my God. It all makes sense. Now yeah. I understand. Yeah. If that thing hadn't happened, then I wouldn't be getting this good thing right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's, um, what you mean is it's not necessarily that nothing bad will ever happen. It's how you deal with whatever comes your way. Yeah. Like what you make of a situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like I guess uh, like Michael J. Fox, he got Parkinson's, but he's still going yeah. with his acting and he's still, yeah. Yeah. I believe a lot in the power of vision. Mm-hmm. I'm holding to the vision. It doesn't matter what the current circumstances are. I am holding on to my vision. I am holding on to the vision that God willing, I will be a very successful actress, lead actress actually in a major network sitcom. That's my vision. That's what I hold on to. Is it happening now? No. Can it happen tomorrow? Yes. So I can choose either to think, oh, it's been nine years, it hasn't happened. Poor me, let me drop acting, it will never happen. Or I can choose to say, no, all this, time all of my journey has prepared me has been actually uh, molding my character my acting my speech my my strength for what I'm gonna have to face once I get there Mm -hmm. so I embrace that and I know like I know that that will happen so what I have to do is get better and better every day so once that comes, I'm able to give it my best and to say, oh, these nine years, I've been preparing for this. So I have this good thing to give you now. We should add value to whatever we are a part of, you know? Not take value away from that. So keep improving. Exactly. So um, I guess, I mean, I think I talked a bit about this at uh, earlier, but... Uh, what, what do you feel like about, like, have you been, I guess, do you feel like typecast? Do you ever get typecast in any way? Or do you think, uh, is there any, like, how would you say shows, like, if they have, like, a Latina actress, is there a lot of um, stereotypes? Or, like, is there too much of that? Would you want to see just more uh, Latina or other minority characters, like, more just relatable, regular characters rather than stereotypes. I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy that lately we have a few Latina actresses that have kind of broken um, that previous perception that a Latina was either the maid 
or, or a gang member, which is completely false. Like any other ethnicity in the world, we have all kinds of people in every ethnicity, every country, every age. Um, people like Penelope Cruz, Sofia Vergara, Eva Longoria, J. Lo, they have broken that because these are very fine, beautiful, classy, elegant women that are not playing a maid. Mm -hmm. Very rightfully so, because there are Latinas who are that, which is fine, but there are Latinas who are not that, who are princesses, who are very um, powerful, successful, and wealthy executives who are just like a, a, a mom, you know? So we have everything. Um, it's still, I won't lie to you, like I feel there is still a little bit of stereotype. They say like, oh, these girls were exceptions, these big actresses. So we still tend to go to the stereotypes, but there is less and less of that. And another thing that's funny is that Many times I'm not cast as a Latina <laughs> because to them I don't look Latina enough according to the stereotype <laughs> that they have in their mind. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm not Latina enough. But at the same time, when I open my mouth because I have an accent, I'm not white enough. And I'm not, so I'm like, Okay, so how are we gonna how are we gonna play this game? Okay, <laughs> it's so funny. But then you know what I believe, Sean? What's for you is for you. Because Penelope could have had the same thing. Maybe she had. Oh, you have an accent. You're not um, for this movie. You're you're not the right fit. But the ones that have been for her, she has booked them. Because in the end, what matters is your essence. What do you portray? It doesn't matter if you're black, white, or Latino. If I'm looking for a guy who's like quiet, who looks sincere and that, what difference does it make the color of his skin? What yeah. matters is having the right fit for the essence of that character. That's what I believe hmm. personally. So I hope it becomes a little more global like that, actually for all opportunities. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I guess would you say that it's, they have to reach a certain point to get like the more dynamic roles? Like you mentioned J-Lo and um, what was it, Penelope Cruz, but like I guess starting out, is it still more the stereotypical roles for like a lesser known actress or? Yeah, not necessarily. I see there is still like some stereotyping, but in other, in other occasions, I see that there is, there isn't, hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's still there sometimes, but it's not quite as it used to be, which is great. So, yeah, I guess it's just uh, the changing of the time. One, it's also being talked about more, like, yeah. the way people are portrayed. Like, there's there's classes on it, there's And many times on it. Yeah. they go just, like, for all ethnicities. That means it supports the thought that I just shared with you. Like, all ethnicities. What does that mean? This is the person that we want. A uh, funny, quirky guy who's from in his early 20s, and, 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 but he has a big secret. Well, okay, now they are accepting 
representation to submit Caucasian, African American, Latinos, Asian, Indian, whoever fits that description. And then they choose. I mean, it has nothing to do those inner qualities that we talked about. It really has nothing to do with the color of your skin. The color of your skin don't, don't make you introverted or extroverted. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it depends yeah. on the personality. So, uh, I guess, do you hope to, like, be an inspiration, uh, I guess, for other people from uh, DR, where you came from? Or? Absolutely. Not only from DR, from... If I, if I can be, in any way, an inspiration to any other human being... Mm -hmm. I am so honored and grateful to 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 be able to do that, you know? Because yeah. I have learned a lot and admired many other people that I look up to. And, and not that I'm going to idolize necessarily anyone, but I say, oh, Sean, from you, I learned this, and I can apply it to my life, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to base my life on you and try to emulate your life, yeah. but I can get little nuggets here and there that then I assemble it on my own journey and it becomes me the final product mm. Mm -hmm. so maybe and everyone yeah. can do that yeah well maybe we probably both have already done that well you, you helped me with yeah. that, the acting techniques I don't know and we keep doing that yeah I don't know if you're gonna start like a BSing with Alexandria show probably uh, huh? <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna start like a BSing with Alexandria show or not what's that I don't know, because you said, like, emulate parts of each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean from like, people that you admire. Mm -hmm. Or people, like, it could be something specific that you admire in someone. Like, oh, from Maria, I admire that she's very outgoing. And I want to be a little bit more outgoing. Let me, let me see how she does it. Okay, now you, you took something from, you learned yeah. something from her that you can adapt to your life. Yeah. But from John, I like that he's very determined. So how can I adapt that for for yeah. my own path, you know? Yeah, so it's more than just like if you taught me some techniques like that I take that, or that could be one way, yeah. Yeah, you just like, if you see, a, I think it's like, if I see a quality, uh, a way of working in someone that I like, then I can learn that from them. Mm -hmm. What works? What would work for me? It doesn't mean I want to become him or her, but there are things that I can adapt. It's like if I read the biography of Abraham Lincoln, maybe I say, oh my God, this guy was so focused and disciplined. Maybe if I adopt more discipline in my life, it's going to pay pay off good results like it did for him. I don't want to be Lincoln, but I can surely learn something that worked for him, mm -hmm. and maybe it's going to work for me also, you know? Yeah. Because uh, some of that's universal. Like you can Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's the principle that I'm going for. It's yeah. universal. Yes. So I'm guessing, uh, like, uh, I know your family originally wanted to be uh, a lawyer, but I'm guessing now, like, they're happy that you've achieved yeah. all this success. They didn't yeah. want me to be necessarily a lawyer. I chose law. They wanted me to be a professional. Oh, okay. And in DR, <laughs> most people either go for being an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, or or what? Or like an architect. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it moves in that realm, the majority. So, okay, choose from that or from whatever in the universities they are is being taught. <laughs> we want you to have a professional title. Uh, I chose law, but now they completely and totally support me because they've seen I'm, I've been very committed to that. It's not just like, oh, I hope I get discovered and I'm in the cover of the magazines. No, if it was that, I would have dropped it a long time ago. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they support me. So, um, I guess any final thoughts or things you'd like to say or maybe anything we didn't cover or... Um, no, I just thank you for inviting me to your show and I hope that your audience has enjoyed this interview and, uh... Yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Yes. So, um, where could people keep updated? With you, like you have a website or what? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do have a website. It's called IamAlexandraRosario.com or on my Instagram account, um, Alexandra Rosario Rosario, or just my IMDb page right. under Alexandra Rosario. Yeah. All right, sounds good. And I'll, I'll post like a link yeah. in the description. Awesome. Okay. So that does it for this episode of BSing with Sean K. Uh, if you want to keep updated with future episodes, go to bsingwithseank.blogspot.com. That's b-s-i-n-g uh, with seank.blogspot.com. And there's a link to my Twitter, my Facebook, my YouTube, and everything else. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I'll catch you on the next one.